Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and you have joined the joy of junk journals. If you are a paper lover, if you like to make books, if you like to hand make your own books, embellishments, and play with ephemera, and just have a good old time with the papers um, with no particular purpose or uh, destination in mind, you're in the right place. I'm coming at you today from my craft room. Sonny is by my side here. He is in his little comfy, comfy bed on the floor, cuddled up with Mr. Pig and all is well. I'm hoping this finds you well and um, today I thought I'd have a little chat um, with you guys in regards to um, what is it like to have a crafting business? I mean what is that really like? What is it all about? What's the lowdown? Um, what What is life like when you go from crafting for pleasure to crafting as a business? And um, I would say um, it's busy. <laughs> it's busy because if you are um, actively making things, you are busy because you need to make things to sell. Uh, and if you are not actively selling things, then you're busy marketing so that you can increase your ability to sell those things. So it's kind of this um, ever turning wheel. And if you like having a lot of things going on at once, yet getting to dabble and play in a lot of different arenas, meaning marketing and production and uh, collecting your items and thinking about what would be exciting, how you're going to explain it to people, when are you going to clean up your craft desk, when are you going to organize your scraps. If you like to have a lot of projects on, on your plate, then this may be just for you. Um, <laughs> if uh, you like a sense of busyness because it makes you feel alive and um uh, like you're creating things and maybe you have the entrepreneurial spirit, then that's awesome. If you want to just dabble, you know, let's say, whoa, whoa, Pam, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if I want to go down that path. That sounds very um, exhausting and complicated and not a big fan, not a big fan. Just want to maybe sell a few of my wares. You know, that's it. Just picture me back in medieval times, outdoors on a wooden table selling a few of my wares. That's that's all I really want to do, Pam. And all of these can coexist and um, or you can pick just one and flourish in that arena to whatever flourish means to you. Um, I personally I like to dabble in a lot of different things and see what works and see what can be improved and uh, um, you know just try new things. Um, it's kind of fun. I, I enjoyed it. When I wake up I think okay what am I doing today? Am I doing the newsletter? Am I doing the podcast? Am I, am I making digikits? Am I creating journals? Am I creating bundles or packs or, or? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, a unique um, video, maybe something I haven't tried yet and putting it on video. Um, so it gives me a sense of variety. So if you're a variety junkie, it kind of taps into that. But um, it, it does have a lot of responsibility with it if you have a lot of plates in the air. So I would say if you're thinking about it, I would say give it a go and see how you feel about it. And I would you don't have to eat the entire elephant in one bite um, or one sitting. You can take small bites and then spread it out 
over days and just say, okay, today, today I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to focus on this today. And I think, you know, um, looking back, that probably would have been a wiser approach. Um, I think I initially um, got very excited very quickly and decided to do everything at once. And um, I figured I'd learn along the way. And that is the journey I personally took. Let's say my... Oh my gosh, my Pinterest and my Twitter and my Instagram posts were um, either non-existent or horrific in the beginning. Actually, they're still kind of horrific, but I'm I'm working on improving them. And there's, I have no, like, when did posting a picture on Pinterest become so complicated? I have no idea. Um, And there's so many different facets to it. I had no idea how deep the water was. Instagram, oh my gosh, what a whole bundle of... um, things to learn there. I mean, just when you figure it out, everybody changes the rules. All of a sudden, they're doing this, and then they're not doing that anymore, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So there's a lot of uh, learning and then relearning because things change. And um, if you're okay with accepting that, if that's going to be your mode of marketing, if that's going to be your way of getting the word out there, which is a nice organic reach way of doing it where it doesn't cost you anything other than your time and your effort. Um, you know, social media is wonderful for that, especially if you're a crafter. Obviously, Etsy is wonderful for that. You only get, you only um, uh, pay if you sell something. It's like those uh, lawyers on contingency. Um, you, only, they, you only pay if you win. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, there are fees involved and things like that. And then there's shipping costs and things like that. And then you got to get the shipping supplies and things like that. So the, sh- the, pla- the packing tape, don't forget to order the packing tape. I mean, my gosh, nothing can happen until you have the packing tape. So there's all these little things that you got to keep your eye on. And so I'm constantly thinking, do I have enough glue? Do I have enough Fabrifix? Do I have enough Scotch Create glue? Do I have enough packing tape? Um, those are my big ones because I, I can't run out of those. I just have to have those. But I know in my heart that even if I forgot to order it, I could waddle down to the Hobby Lobby or the Michaels or Joann's um, and I could find some. I can even find some in the Dollar Tree these days. They have a lot of that stuff. So um, yeah, there are there are ways to do it. And, and the timing of things. Um, I thought to myself, if I was in your shoes, um, if I was in a recipient's shoes of whether it be my journals, uh, bundles, digikits, collection, whatever I'm, I'm selling, how would I want their experience to be? You know, so I, I try and put a lot of time into um, getting the items out quickly to people because I know that when I order something, I want it right away. You know, I'm like, I'm just, where is it? Where is it? I want it. I want it. I'm all excited. So I, I do try and create the items first and then put them up for sale so that they're ready to go. So there's no downtime. And, um, I, I think it may, I'm hoping it makes a, a better experience for everybody. And it, it takes a lot of the pressure off me when I know it's done. Oh my gosh. I, I, I can just breathe such a big sigh of relief. I can just see all the done boxes there. And I'm like, okay, all I need to do is put the labels on them. That is good. I, I can do that. And um, uh, there was one time where I had the things all done, but I didn't have them all sealed in the boxes. And when I do a bundle, which is like a collection of something, um, it can take me a whole day to package everything, like literally from morning till night to get everything into the boxes and snuggled in and cushioned in and packed well and all the little extras and comf- you know, to make sure that it, things don't rattle around in the boxes and get it all labeled and stickered up. It, it takes, um, it takes uh, crafter hours to do that. Yeah. So there's that. 
And, um, but I don't mind that. I, I like the, um, the Zen methodical kind of going through the process. Okay. So for example, with my priority boxes, I'll pop up a box, form the box, tape the box, and then I'll do a bunch of those in a row. So I'll have a bunch if I'm packing, say, um, collections or kits of something. And then I'll go and I'll put, you know, the, um, like the, uh, packing paper that nestles it on the bottom, you know, in case the package gets wet or something like that. It's going to be another little barrier. And, um, if you've ever received one of my boxes, you probably think I over tape them, um, or one of my envelopes, I over tape them. I do. I tape them a lot <laughs> because, uh, I'm, I would like to have some certainty for you and for me that, uh, water won't get in. You know, we have a lot of rain here in Florida and, uh, I really do try and protect the boxes or packages when I take them to the post office. And yeah, you don't want water droplets on things. Um, Number one, marking the label. Um, I use an inkjet printer. So if there's a water droplet on an inkjet label, the the address is gone. Yep, it's gone. So I, I make sure to definitely cover the labels and then really seal the box as well. So there's all those little things that I would say that you kind of learn with time and you do it up to the level level where you feel good about it. I would say if you take it to the point where you feel good about it, you would be happy to receive that box in that condition. Um, then I think that's a good place to be. Um, how does it change? Like having a crafter business, do you, do you lose the joy of crafting? Well, I would say there are times where I've had to push my creative envelope. Maybe I was tired. Maybe I was sleepy. Maybe I ate too much and had an upset stomach. It happens. And, um, but you know, um, I've got my video schedule and in a perfect world, I backstock my videos so that if I have an emergency, a family emergency, the dog needs to go to the vet and I haven't done my video, I still have a bunch in the tank. And unfortunately, um, I don't have any in the tank right now. I'm I'm behind the scenes on that. So I would like to build my tank again. And the more I have in my tank, the better I feel. Um, And if I really focus, I can do a bunch of videos in a cluster because I'll have my camera set up. My desk is clean. I can just, I can make my prototypes, record, and then put it, uh, upload it to YouTube, which seems to be, it's the fastest for me to do it. If I use my, um, I have an Android Samsung phone. It's an S21 plus and ultra or something. I don't know. Anyway, it's a very easy phone to use for recording. It has a pause button in it. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why the iPhone doesn't have the video pause, but apparently you can download an app to get the pause button later, but why not put the pause button in? I don't know because I've I've checked on my husband's phone and he has the iPhone. So um, anyway, it's a very easy camera to record videos on and I'm not an editor. I don't edit. I have no time to edit. I could edit, but why edit? I just, I don't know. There are those of us who are editors and those of us who you just get to see the down and dirty, everything that happens other than when we paused. And um, that's it. And just, um, so yeah, I'm probably not going to edit. I've played with editing. I don't like it. No, I tried and it didn't like it. And it would take me forever and a day. I mean, I definitely would not be able to put out four videos a week. So for me, um, if it, if it works for, um, me and for the people who are watching my videos not to edit, then, then I'm good with that. If for some reason, someday, you know, everybody says you need to edit and then maybe I would change my mind. But right now I'm thinking, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good at this. This is working for me. I can, I can uh, put more material out there this way, keep things moving along. And, um, maybe you'll find like my channel maybe caters more to small, easy projects, 
um, maybe something just to tickle your imagination, your fancy, and you can always take it to the nth degree from there. But uh, these are very simple concepts that anybody can do, and uh, that makes it um, easy on me to produce. Um, it may be easy on you to consume, I hope. And um, there are lots of other junk journalers who do things differently and take it to different levels, and that's kind of nice for the community to have different perspectives, different ways of doing it, um, different ways you can see it, um, or the information doled out and, and, and revealed in front of you. Um, some folks are very busy and they don't have time to watch a longer video or one that is not edited. And I certainly understand that. And, um, I I'm sure most of you are aware, but if you're unaware, you can speed up the speed of videos. You look for that little settings icon, which is, looks like a gear and you click on that and you click playback speed and you can speed me up yep you can speed me up to two times and uh, I will make things faster for you at the at your whim at your call it's all you have to do is cl uh, click the button and um, what else oh um, uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, you know always hearing people ask for like subscribe and share and all that stuff so I try and put that at the end of the video and also with all that stuff you know that's if you've ever heard one of my videos, I, I, I launch into this big, okay, here's what I do at the Paper Outpost in case you don't know and maybe you're new. And um, uh, I launch, you know, about the newsletter and the podcast and the merchant store and the Amazon shop and all this stuff um, because otherwise new people wouldn't know it or maybe they don't have the ability to see the drop down box where all the links are or maybe they don't go on Instagram to look at the um, bio link and they can see all my links there. That's another way to access it. So I figure if I put all that at the end, then the people who really don't want to listen to it don't have to listen to it because it's all at the end and you can just click off and go on your merry way. Um, but for those who are interested, and I know I've experienced that when I've gone to other people's sites or, or channels, um, you know, when I, you know, somebody make a reference to, you know, on my newsletter, I'm like, no, no, I don't know about your news. Tell me about your newsletter. And uh, so I have learned how to put the little card links in the video. They show up somewhere between nine and 10 minutes. I try and leave them in the same place on all the videos. So in case you missed it on one video. You can catch it on the next video if you want. It's not too hard to find if you're not able to go into the drop-down um, description box. So a lot of these other little auxiliary things which help promote a channel, help get the word out. Oh, the Facebook group. You know, doing the Facebook group and the face the, the Facebook. I sound like uh, grandma. And are you on the Facebook? Yes, I'm on the Facebook. And um, uh, so basically just putting the word out there. Um, there are so many areas which I could do so much better. And I just look at it back and I think about it. And I think, ugh, ugh, you know, barely dabbling in certain things. Uh, but I'm getting there and I am learning a little bit more every day. And I find that intriguing. And um, if, you, if you are a person who likes to learn and continually learn, um, this can be a lot of fun because there's a lot to learn in this area. There certainly is. I mean, we're not even talking about the the taxes and the, you know, how, you know, what you can claim as a business expense and not, I mean, oh, blah, blah. I mean that's a whole other world. But <laughs> if you're just talking about it from uh, a basic crafter wanting to sell an item, I think there's a, an amount, maybe five or $600 that you can sell before you have to um, declare yourself a business and set up a, get a tax ID number on all that. So if, if you just want to do a few sales a year, uh, there's lots of YouTube videos on how to do this. It's not very complicated. You can get uh, set yourself up on Etsy if you want. If you don't want to go down the Etsy path, you could certainly do it at local craft shows, church bazaars, um, flea markets, um, However, you know, I mean, there are little um, 
local crafter consignment stores that are popping up everywhere, which are kind of nice. And, uh, uh, or if you live in a tourist area, you, you can make um, journals related to, um, like I live by the beach, I could make beach journals and things like that. So there's a lot of ways to get your stuff out there. It doesn't always have to be through social media and um, Etsy and things like that. Uh, because you know what? A lot of us, and this is where I started too, we had no idea about how the internet, social media, or Etsy, or any of that stuff worked. We were just good old hardworking people out there, you know, swinging the axe, you know, at daily grind, and, uh, you know, bringing home the bacon. And when you kind of, I don't know, I just, I guess I got tired of uh, swinging the axe and doing the daily grind and I wanted to come home and maybe have some fun. And then my fun ran away with itself, as it does. And, uh, you know, with a little nudge from Papa going, you should really start thinking about selling some of these. And lo and behold, that's how the paper outpost came about in a blink of an eye. And um, so... I mean, there's a million and one ways to do it. Oh, and another thing I would like to say is um, because of the social media and because it kind of puts everybody out there and and you're up in front of everybody, um, I would strongly um, recommend not focusing too much and too hard on your vanity metrics, your likes, your subscribers, your um, that type of thing. Uh, because you can you can go down a dangerous rabbit hole with that in comparison, and I, I encourage you to keep stepping back and saying, "Wait a minute!" Instead of seeing everybody else as a comp- competition or the enemy or what have you, maybe take a look at it as, "Hey, those are other people who have a similar interest, who are also inspiring others to have a similar interest." So they're actually think about it this way: they're actually marketing for you because. If you're uh, interested in selling junk journals and there are more and more people um, opening up Etsy shops or YouTube uh, channels and promoting their stuff, it's good for everybody because it gets the word out there and more people are exposed to junk journals and making junk journals and making their own books. And there is, frankly, there is no shortage of people that we can get excited about making junk journals. And there's enough business for everybody. So I see it as a really good thing. When I see people doing really well in the industry, I'm like, oh, Lordy May, hallelujah, this is a good thing because that means more and more people are getting excited about uh, junk journals and making books. And that's a cool thing. And it's it's um, this centralization around something as simple as paper. It brings us all together. The paper, there's, there's good in the paper. And um, a lot of people are discovering it and finding it. And uh, uh, I think that that's kind of cool. That's a neat thing. So um, that's kind of a, you know, a little flash of what it's like to, uh, you know, have a crafting business. Um, sometimes I'll pull away and I'll just say, nope, no business today. I don't, I don't want to be uh, in my business, I want to play with my papers. I just want to sit down and be with my papers. I want to glue and stick and cut and um, my papers, not me. And um, um, just have fun with it again. It's, I think it's very important to stay in touch, keep in tune with why you're there in the first place and not get caught up in the, the, the hoo-ha, you know, because it's very easy to get distracted or go down paths that may not be in your best interest. And um, um, you got to look at what your quality of life is and keep your quality of life good for you. Um, you'll have, as you, as you 
expand your circle. People will want more of your attention. And when um, you give your attention, you also take it away from something else that you were working on or maybe a project you had or maybe other people you wanted to connect with. So your time becomes very, very valuable to you. It always was. I mean, that's what the one thing we cannot get back in life, right? Is time. We can always make more money. We can always get healthier if we eat better and exercise and things like that uh, to a degree. And, uh, but time, that's, that's a one way street. So um, I encourage you to use your time wisely. If you find the greatest joy in just making things and you don't want any of the pressure of having to sell, produce, ship, market, any of that, don't do it. Stay pure and enjoy it because that is more important than anything. You can do other things to make money and do that kind of thing. Maybe you just want to keep your crafting pure or maybe you're saying to yourself, hmm, I think I'm ready to take a small bite of the elephant today, Pam. I know I don't have to eat the whole thing today, but maybe I could learn one thing about Pinterest or maybe I could finally set up that Etsy account. I don't know why I've been avoiding it. For some reason, I think that once I set up my Etsy shop, something massive is going to happen. Usually nothing happens for a while. So just kind of know that in general. Um, It takes a while because just because you set up the shop, nobody necessarily knows it's there until you uh, direct eyes towards it. So you you have time and breathing room and you won't accrue any costs until you actually sell something. So, um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at it. So if you want to keep crafting, just crafting fun, keep it fun. If you want to turn it into a business and go hog wild, go for it. There's, there's, the water's warm. Come on in. There's plenty of room for everybody. So there you go, folks. I hope that was a little uh, uh, side whistle there of what it's like to uh, have a crafting business. And um, Sunny, do you have anything to say? Oh, mother, this is so impromptu. I was not prepared yet again, but if I must, I will say something. Okay, what is it, son? Okay, I would like to say there's word on the street. I'm going to the vet tomorrow. Oh, yes, that, that is true. You, that is true. And, and why is that? Um, is there something wrong? No, no, there's nothing wrong. But um, apparently it's my two-year vet visit, so... Mom says I have to go. Okay. All right. So there we go. That's it. Uh, Yes, apparently uh, Papa is coming too for reinforcements just in case. Um, But everything is fine with Sunbun as far as we can see. And uh, we are going to go ahead and get them checked out just to be sure. Okay. We just need the rubber stamp of approval that everything is okay. So that's exciting uh, from Sunny's World. And um, if you have not signed up for my free monthly emailed newsletter, make sure you do. Um, You get a free digital image emailed to you every month along with a whole host of other goodies. I have a podcast which comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Also, I have video podcasts which are salt and peppered in on the other days of the week. It's all about uh, paper crafting, junk journaling, life of a crafter, and answering crafty questions. It's kind of funny how I'm telling you about the podcast while you're listening to the podcast. Um, I have an Etsy shop. Yeah, I do. Um, Sometimes I have journals that are finished and um, I wish I had more time to make journals that are finished because I feel like uh, I've been really busy lately, but um, I need to make some more journals, especially with the holidays coming up. I know, I know it's July, but this is crafter Christmas, July, right? So we have to get our stuff ready now. So we're ready for Christmas and I need to make more journals. Okay. And uh, I'm almost on one journal. I've been looking at you for a long time and you need to be stuffed, Sally. You definitely need to be stuffed. She's beckoning. Okay. Um, 
what else? Oh, I have, um, I sell DigiKits, which are computer files. They're print, you, uh, printables. So if you like birds or Victorian or celestial or uh, music pages or um, recipe cards or library cards or postcards, I have over 166 different, I want to say that, I'm pretty sure it's 166 different um, collections. There's five pages each. And you could put, once you purchase them, they are forever yours on Etsy. So even if you download them and save them somewhere in your um, uh, computer and you can't find them or on your phone, they are always safe in your Etsy account. I do suggest using your Etsy account and not a guest account because they're much easier to find on your Etsy account. They can be found. You kind of have to contact Etsy and it's a big, you know, rigmarole. But if you use your Etsy account, they are there forever. So once you buy them, you always have them. And uh, you can print them out as many times as you like. And uh, I have fundals, which are collections of very old and some very interesting papers. Some are antique ledger, some are music pages, dictionary pages, um, nature pages, science pages, um, all sorts of categories, 100 plus pieces, uh, hand dyed papers, all sorts of fun things that you might find interesting for your junk journals. Maybe you'll be um, out there, like you'll experience a fundal and then you'll say, hey, now I know what I really want to collect. That happens a lot. It, hap- it happened to me. Okay. And I have an Amazon shop if you're looking for favorite tools and supplies that you see me using on my videos. I have a merchandise shop if you like the phrase create with reckless abandon and you would like that to, on a t-shirt for yourself or a loved one. I got you covered. Um, uh, all, you can find me on Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook group. Um, Come on over and join that. We're doing a lot of fun weekly and monthly challenges over there. So I'll give you three prompts and you just create something wonderful for it. doesn't matter if you have the items. You can draw them. You can cut out pictures of them. You can um, improvise. You can use something completely different and just have fun. There really is no pressure. It is uh, just an inspirational place to come and see what other people create with the same prompts. And you'd just be so surprised at what people create. And look in the guides section. If you're looking to see where the weekly challenges are, there's a section in the Facebook group called Guides. And that's, it's kind of a funny name, but that's where you find the weekly challenges and the monthly challenges. The weekly challenges are light and easy and breezy. The monthly challenges are a little bit more um, involved and exciting and deep and kind of push your little envelope a little bit. Um, So come on over and have some fun. Uh, We have a very nice admin and uh, moderators, which help out there to keep it a happy, peaceful place for everybody to have fun. So there you go. And on task. Um, Okay. Um, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook group. Yeah, we said all that. Everything is good. We will be signing off now till next time we talk. Big hugs to all of you. Happy crafting. And remember, create with reckless abandon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.